Hey, welcome back. It's Food News and Shoes Radio, sponsored by Sullivan University. Welcome, everybody. Hey, guy, guy, Sylvia, guy. Norma. We're going to talk yeah. in the uh, second half of the show to uh, Jim uh, Jim Sawyer uh, Sawyer's downtown. Love That's that man. Jim. Great place. We yeah. got you know we just finished up the Fourth of July, and you brought up off the air something I never thought you would talk about: <laughs> competitive eating. Joey <laughs> Chestnut. It, it apparently <laughs> is just taking off, and Joey Chestnut's the king. And and the guy even does interviews following, immediately following. I don't yeah. know how you could talk. Yeah. But there is a lot of stuff out there. I want to hear from the two of you because you've been in competitive eating. Yeah. And But let me tell about Joey Chestnut first. He's a Kentucky native. Okay. Takes somebody crazy to do it. So Kentucky native. I All right. That. Yep. Yeah, you know that. And um, he, okay, so they say, and if you look at him, they say most of them are thin. Mm-hmm. Okay. You wouldn't, but fat people have fat in the way of their stomach <laughs> it's called the belt of fat theory yeah i've actually st- i actually your stomach yeah i read about this in fact this during your training yeah absolutely <laughs> yeah so there's a theory they have called the belt of fat theory where they say that the fat if you're bigger actually holds your stomach yeah. back from expanding yeah so it can't expand so you enough. always think you're gonna see right but he's very trim and mm-hmm. so they have a flat belly mm-hmm. they're wide bodied yeah and so and see what else type? did they say big teeth because yeah. you have to not slurp choke. and chew and not choke, and uh, and so that's some of the stuff. And Joey makes a half million dollars a year because he's like the asparagus king. And there's like several other things that he competes in because they're starting to pop up everywhere. Yeah. So, now I was interested in long-term health aspects. Yeah. Right. And also um, whether they purge after. What? Well, yeah. So what? <laughs> How, how does this work? I mean, I don't, I don't know anybody in competitive eating. I get a lot asked a lot of questions about it. I bet because I don't. I think people associate that with chefs for some reason. Mm-hmm. But I, I've you know never really compete. I've oh. been in a pizza contest. Well, weren't the two of you we, in a pizza contest? Yeah, yeah. Well, we, were we weren't judges. trying to eat as much as we could. Oh. We judged. 30 varieties of pizza. No that one told like, us there were 30 pizzas. Yeah, That's so how we met it. the slice of each yeah. until like, you know, slice 10. Then you're like, there's 20 I more. I don't know how you can do it. We, we did. Oh, it I was would, not I would pleasant. Gag. It was not pleasant. Oh. But I, so I had a friend who was a, well, I guess you call it like a minor league competitive eater. He toured on the circuit. He went, really? he was never one of the, but his strategy was, he told me, he goes, you drive from, you know, point A to point B. He goes, you hit every burger place on the way down. You have to get your stomach stretched, stretched out. Because it's just, I go, what do you not eat for two days? He goes, no, no, no. Your stomach will shrink. You have to stretch it out. And he goes, you drink a lot of water. You get your stomach as big, as stretchy as it could. Then Sounds you get awful. rid of everything. And then you do the contest. Whoa. Yeah. Like purge? I Yeah, that's... He, yeah, it's I didn't not ask, polite to say that word. But. Those are the ones I didn't, I didn't ask the details. Mm-hmm. But he said, he goes, carbs and... Uh, uh, that because can't they go, be good they go through faster. You. Carbs and water will fill up your belly and keep it stretched out. And you do that. Like that's That was at least what he told me. So like crush fries and spaghetti and drink water and Pretty then much. do your thing and then go eat. And then go eat. Ugh. That's kind of how It just sounds... Well... I think it has to do, too, with your gag threshold. I mean, I would get sick if I ate even 10 hot dogs. I mean, I just would get sick. Yeah. I would I would not be so, good at competitive eating. So is this, the, is this the end of the empire? I mean, is this what it all comes down to when, well, when Rome, they started celebrating yep. chefs and we're having 
orgy eating contest? <laughs> yeah. Is, eating it, is contest. it over? We're just gluttons at this we're point. Done. The fall yeah. of the Roman Empire occurred when chefs became rock stars. Right. Sheriff, chef. Uh, yes. <laughs> I mean, this I is mean <laughs> the, the prophecies say I'm the 65th hot dog. Right. <laughs> it's over. Well, at some point, we're just celebrating gluttony. It's just, it's just a gluttonous. It's fun to watch, but it's so... Have, have you, you ever watched but, it? Like, yeah, I watched Nathan's. It's not pretty. And they're just like, yeah, and it's, it's rolling not, down his face. You dip the buns in the water, and then you swallow. And, and, and then they do pretty. the buns, the dog yeah. separately. Food and, and competing. And so- sodium. They said that oh. hot dogs have such high sodium that they're, your body, I mean. I can't imagine. Think about 65 hot dogs, what that does. And that's not even the record. And last year he did 74. Yeah. So he was off this year. Yeah. And nobody's close to him, though. By the way, I f- just checked. He's from Fulton County, Kentucky. Okay, that way in the West. Fulton. Way in the West. I need to know how many calories are in 62 Nathan's hot dogs. Uh, you got to carry a, a few ones. Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. curious. You guys take a guess. And the how women. Mm-hmm. The women only get up to about, and I was curious about that, too. I guess because their bodies are smaller, so their stomachs are probably smaller. There's a woman named Sonia the Black Widow who, um, she's one of the better Competitive eaters, eaters, men or women. And I believe she came in second with 39 hot dogs. Okay, and the one other one, the winner, had maybe mm-hmm. just 40 or something. It All wasn't right. How many calories? calories okay, do so you, I, I have the answer. How many calories do you think we'll are in 62 hot dogs and buns? 150 calories. And he ate it in 10 minutes. Dog. He ate it in 10 minutes. In How 10 many minutes. calories, Chris? Wow. Oh, oh, you guess. S- Pick a number. Uh, All right, so 60 calories. How many hot dogs? 62. And there's uh, so like 150, you would think? To, I'd say there's probably more like 400 calories to a hot dog, maybe. Mm-hmm. You think? Yeah. That many? Mm. So, okay. I don't know. Somewhere close to 30,000 calories. Actually, not that. 18,660 okay. calories. Oh, well, that's nothing. <laughs> I mean, you know, most foods in their, in their native state don't have that many calories. It's what you add on to them. Yeah, right, right. You know, so the probably I mean, just the buns and the dogs are not. Right, the, eighteen thousand calories. I've done that at I've, I've done that at Taco Bell. Before. Total I, fat <laughs> is eleven hundred and twenty nine <laughs> grams of fat. I, I tell you, a competitive I, eating contest to me is these steakhouses that well, have the potatoes, have the peanuts, giant baked potatoes with yeah, butter, right. and a giant steak and a salad. Yeah, one time with a creamy peanut, dressing. I baked potato, and I was like, I'm done with this place. <laughs> <laughs> Throwing a peanut and it right in the sour cream in my baked potato. I'm like. I, <laughs> This is not for me. <laughs> That's where you drew I'm the line. friendly, too. I like all that. But, you know, there's food flying through the air. and <laughs> Flying? On the, gr- from the ground. I why, they, why is it flying through the air? And people are throwing peanut shells. You can't do that anymore, can you? Or I, I don't, at least well, I don't. They, they did. Yeah, but they don't. I, did, they, did they have to stop that? You don't see that anymore. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, haven't eat, I honestly haven't eaten a peanut place in a long time, so I don't know. I love them, though. Oh, man. I, I fill up on the peanuts, though. Or like five guys. Yeah, I love them. Yeah, and then I can't eat the food because I couldn't be a competitive eater. I mean, I just couldn't do it. What do you think the hardest thing? Uh, I mean, I think there's harder things out there to eat than hot dogs. Oh yeah, uh, what if yeah. it was like cheesecake? How many oh, cheesecakes cheesecake. could you? Oh, eat? Well, anything with sugar, I think, would be really yeah. hard, right? Because they have pie eating contests, right? And then, yeah. well, what do you think dairy, right? Because isn't there a yeah. limit to how I much agree. you can process before you do purge? Yeah, like your yeah. body's like, ah. yeah, I don't. I know, would cheesecake's think. heavy. I don't know if I could eat a lot of cheesecake. No. I, there's one guy I know used to do like uh, Iron Man's, like, and then get done, and he'll eat two cheesecakes, not not slices, two cheesecakes. So I did have I this have friend, and okay. I, I've told the story on the air before, but. When he got dumped by his girlfriend, 
I went over to his house and I was like, you know, we were younger and I was like, man, what are you doing? He goes, well, I got a jar of mayonnaise and two pounds of bacon. And I, fry, and I, I go, what? And he goes, I fried up the bacon <laughs> and I'm sitting in my chair and I'm dipping the bacon in the mayonnaise and I'm going to do that till I feel oh, better. Oh, that does gosh. sound good though. Yeah, it does sound Maybe good. Maybe right? one or two slices. Yeah. So what could you eat too much of? Man, white if you had burgers. one thing that you can eat too much white of. Ca- I, I've eaten in one sitting, I ate almost 20. I ate 18 White Castle burgers. Now, That's small, almost competitive. But Ooh. we did it as an on-air stunt in my other radio show and I did not feel well. It was, I will never, and I was younger too, but I would never do that again. Yeah. This would not be an age, I don't think Joey can do this much longer. So he's like, I don't have, can't remember how old he is, maybe 40s. What's that? What would be the thing you could eat too much of? Oh, yes. Yeah, that'd be everything. Um, (laughs) I've really, yeah, any given thing. Mine uh, would if be I didn't ham- cook it and you feed it to me, I'm probably going to eat too much. I, I think I, a hamburger. Hamburger, for me. yeah. I could overeat. Um, I, I overeat Chinese a lot. Yeah. And yeah. It's You eat it before you realize. Yeah, I think much. it hits me and then. It, it yeah. hits you later. Anything where there's a lot of components to it, like Chinese, there's always a little bit of this and well, a little bit of that. You know what I mean? My, You're having multiple. My issue with hamburgers is at my point in life, a half of a hamburger is all I really need. But I want the whole thing because yeah. you know I have a thing about that—the round hamburger yeah. thing. I gotta have a round hamburger. Can we split? Bernie splits. He, you know, we we split. So like, how you get around that? Round. Round. Yeah. A round. Ra- when you pick a hamburger and you cut it in half, yeah. it doesn't yeah. eat the same. Sliders. It's, it's not as satisfying. No, no it's not. Right. Why? It Why? really isn't. Why is I that? don't know. I mean, I'm I don't not. have that issue. There's something about I don't mind cutting you. sandwiches in half. Well, but I guess but anything psychopath. else, but but hamburgers, with they're two supposed hands. to be round. You have to hold it with two hands and go in yeah, like this. Yeah. If yeah. you have the point, I don't know. Yeah. I agree with you. Yeah, yeah, you got to have like this. Yeah, and so, and and then the bun has to surround it, and little pieces of it can hang off, but. Also, don't serve, but don't oh. serve me a hamburger where there. I look at the bun, and the bun is that that much bigger than the beef. Are we having oh, no, lunch together you, next month? Yeah, you, I'm gonna eat a hamburger with a fork and knife in front of you too, <laughs> and see if you remember this <laughs> and, conversation. And and guess what else is really good with a hamburger? What? If the but, the patty is hanging off of it, and you go around the edge. Oh of yeah, it, and you eat. Yeah. The edge of the burger Especially off. Especially if it's crispy with a little melted oh. cheese on, right? And there's oh. a special kind of beef to get that kind of crispiness yeah. on the Yes. Outside. That's something you don't really see it. I mean, people are doing it now with Blackstones, but they're still not the same. Yeah. What is that secret to getting like the beef like that? It's just the fat ratio. Like, okay. you know, like for, for instance, right now I have Blackhawk burgers, which is the American yeah. Wagyu. And we're relearning how to cook hamburgers completely, guys. I mean, it's a whole different thing. You know, the 80-20 chuck we, we used to use... Um, you know, it kind of melt a little slower and a little less forgiving, a little juicier on the grill. But, you know, you got 354 degrees on a griddle with a Wagyu burger. Within 30 seconds, there's a pool of fat under it, and it's literally deep frying itself. So it's almost like it fries itself crispy on the outside, mm, but it's still mm, kind of good. I love that. Inside. What is the one that has uh, – oh, Steak and Shake has a really good yeah. burger yeah. with, like, there's, smash like, burgers. there's stuff smash. in it. There's Air holes or yeah. something. I don't know how to lattice work burger. It's from smashing, I think. Well, it's really White Castle. White Castle <laughs> lattice has, work has the yeah, holes lattice work burger for the steam. Yeah, the and White it Castle. makes yeah. that juice even flow even better. So yeah, uh, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> 
The oh. worst burger sin you can commit, though, if you're a restaurant, I get it for home cooks. Oh, what's this? Is this if if you serve me a burger and the burger's this big and the bun's twice the size and it's a you oh, know, I hate that. I hate that. No, you need the burger it's, bun to yes. be juicy. It needs to pick up the juice. I find I have the opposite problem at our restaurant because you know just the way our our restaurant translates. You know, Brian, you know, a certain type of chicken all natural and it's kind of a certain breast size mm-hmm. i feel like our meat over like goes over the bun i don't like That's, that either it's got to be like that perfect fit except occasionally nibbling around the edges yeah. of the burger yeah. and the, yeah. and the i'll never be mad because you put too much meat on the burger yeah yeah and no one's ever gonna be drips upset off of it we found it's not too big of an issue it's just something that bugs me yeah and people don't mind but those have to be pretty thin burgers like the ones at steak and shake where you know, to keep them at a reasonable size of because yours are perfect. I mean, they they fit except for Bernie making me split need a, them. A, 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 just a quarter inch larger size diameter bun, but this is just details, right? Do you, yeah. do you measure your buns? Well, like, when you go to buns. your bun guy. I buy a four four inch brioche bun right now. That's mm-hmm. what I buy. I want a four and a half inch. Yeah. Do they make a four? Is that a thing? They have a four and a quarter and a four and a half. Mm-hmm. So I, I can I can do this. They have the technology. <laughs> 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 the the persnicketiness of hey. that. I didn't like we measure. You got the. I know. You got to put thought into that. Kind you of do. Thing. I mean, <laughs> it's uh, honestly that that whole way Sylvia described the burger. That's how picky people are about sandwiches. They have to mm-hmm. be constructed in a certain way, or else they're sloppy. You know, when you bite into it, they can't squirt all the toppings. Right. Can't squirt out the side of the bun. You know, they yeah. have to hold together in a certain way. You know, and yeah, there's like, science you know, if to we're, this. If we're building a burger at Azor, it's you know toasting the bun on the bottom bun is where our sauce is. Oh, that's where it should. Well, be. that's interesting. Uh huh. Because yeah, I don't do put it on top. Right. See put my wife. Bottom, where you put the cheese? Right on top of the meat, so it melts. So yeah. the sauces though go on the bottom. Right. Then the garden on top. Yeah, sauces on the bottom. Lettuce. Me and my wife argue about this. She likes a whole piece of lettuce, and I like shredded lettuce because I think oh, the shredded lettuce eats I'm a, better. I'm a whole lettuce person. But it slides. You I don't care. Slide. It's perfect. You crunch it yourself. You don't have somebody weenie <laughs> out and crunch it this. for you. I mean, all the stuff slides on it. It just <laughs> pulls out like a you know, weenie. You're, you're a weenie. You're a weenie. lettuce <laughs> over here, Twitch. You pre-chew my lettuce for me. <laughs> but, you, you know, people are persnickety about this stuff. Right. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. buns. Oh, seeded, no seeds. Rare like burger. Seeds. Right. Raw lettuce. <laughs> whole lettuce. Don't whole chew head. it up or nothing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Weenie. Where, where are you at? Buns. Seeded or no seeds? No seeds. Uh, I could go either way. I, I like want seeds. I could go potato. I could go sweet potato. I could go seeded. I could now, go brioche. Brioche is better tasting to most people, but I like really soft not good for you kind of buns that are like white bread buns. Oh, me too. You like Bunny is one of those the cheap brands. Buns. Yeah, I the cheap the cheap, ones. I like the, the cheap, cheap buns. buns. Yeah. And they melt with the, it's sort of like the hot dog buns. You notice in the competitive eating, they'll eat the buns. And the reason mm. they do that, they'll dip them in water. It helps slide the meat down better. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Sylvia's gotten really obsessed with competitive eating in the last week. We're going to see her next week. She's going to have a nickname and a belt. She's going to be like Sylvia the Burger Slayer. She's going to have an outfit and everything. I feel like you're... And eat one burger and fall over. You know? <laughs> I mean, no. No, you're going to be worse. What you're going to be a competitive jelly eating beans? I think you can Jelly do beans. It. I could do jelly oh, see? beans. There's, there's, mm-hmm. there's a place mm-hmm. out there. Or circus peanuts. You're going to be the equivalent of the person <laughs> that brings their own sign to the wrestling matches. Except you're going to bring your signs to the competitive eating events. <laughs> 
I can see that. Oh, no. Matt, speaking of burgers, in about a minute, we're, we're going to talk to uh, Jim Sawyer of Sawyer's in downtown. Hey, we got a burger questions. I don't know anybody who knows more about uh, constructing hamburgers than, than the Jim Sawyer. The burger master. There's yeah. something yeah. to it, man. Yeah, Before he good. gets on, what do you think he does right? Like, What is it about his burgers yeah, that you what, really like? I um, mean, you know, he, he just uses the right blend of meat. He's, he, he knows what he is and what he does. He does it well. I mean, those those burgers are always seared perfectly, mm-hmm. juicy, mm-hmm. constructed. And, you know, overall, it's one of the best tasting hamburgers you have. But everything about him... The staff, the place, yeah. it's just Lexington. Oh, That's, and he's usually there, like, at the lunch hour. I mean, it, he's there, and he's, like, greeting you, and you can see him right there. You know, it's an open grill, and he's right. flipping those burgers. And mm-hmm. and then he's got that fabulous burger mm-hmm. bar. Then there's also, you know, the chili is pretty unstoppable. So there, there's a lot yeah. of good things going on in there yeah. that, that are just really unique to Lexington that we I'm happy so to have. But back. you know what else is every time you go in there – he you can tell he and you know who he is right when you're he you know he wants to be there it's never begrudging it's It's never you know uh, it's it's always like he want he's where he was supposed to be in the universe that's right and there's a certain comfort in that yeah food tastes better i can't wait to ask him about his future plans too because you wish that he had more of these all right we'll go anywhere we'll talk to jim sawyer next of sawyer's don't this is food news and shoes radio all right let me go start my career Jelly beans. You know, you never know. They'll sponsor you. Jelly beans. I love jelly beans. They'll sponsor you. And welcome back. It's Food News and Choose Radio. Thank you for joining us today. Happy Saturday. A show brought to you by Sullivan University. Beloved, beloved downtown institution. Sawyers was gone, was there, then yeah, not, yeah, now back. Yeah, yeah. And, and back with and a flash. Back with lines. And it's great. Jim Sawyer from Sawyers love is with us. How you doing, Jim? Doing well. Hard to be bad when you're above ground. <laughs> as, as my grandfather used to say, better to be seen than viewed. Absolutely. I love that. I love that. Tell us about, you know, we had you on when you were kind of in limbo and you were just starting again. Tell right. us just how it's been, you know, how long have you been in the new location? New location, Sylvia. We've been there, uh, we've been there nine months yesterday. And so wow. we, uh, we're settling in. We're starting to get some growth. Uh, the initial uh, few months were absolute chaos. Of course, uh, the chef will tell you that anytime you open up uh, a place, you don't know where every piece of equipment is. You don't know where everything is stored. Logistics are a nightmare. Everything's been moved after 37 years from where I was used to it being. Everything had to be renewed. And so um, we're nine months in. Sales are looking good. And uh, comfort is coming. That's the big thing now is we know where everything is. <laughs> yeah, so to get your routine down, it, it doesn't feel like home. Uh-huh. And you're in a new kitchen. Yeah. Like, I know exactly what he's talking about. And even though you put those things there, um, you know, when you moved them and you thought about, okay, this is how I'm going to, you know, move my body to put this out efficiently in these motions, you get in there and it feels like you're in an absolutely mm-hmm. foreign ghost kitchen. You're stumbling across yourself, you know, just kind of crossing your arm. It, it's a hard situation to be in a new kitchen. Well, going into it too, Jeremy, I was the hardest thing for me was uh, it's I hadn't built the other one. I bought it. It was it was not working. Whenever uh, downtown Lexington was kind of dying, I inherited that restaurant. I wish I could say I built it from the ground up. This one we built from the ground up, but it's just so much smaller, and we had to pack yeah. everything in. So yeah. it is a lot like a ghost kitchen, sir. Uh, you know, you just feel like you're in a place that didn't really. Yeah. Right. How, how's so, the vibe? Is the vibe the same, or do vibes change when you change location? Well, I, 
I've been working like crazy trying to keep the gym by. And that's the gym big by. thing everybody keeps talking about is I want every single customer to think that we really care about them being there. And we do. You know, if they didn't walk in the door, we wouldn't do what we do. We wouldn't be doing these shows. And so uh, every person matters. And instead of walking into a place that just says, what do you want? You know, uh, yeah. the first thing I want to know is where are you from? What are you doing here? Yeah. How would you wind up in my restaurant? And uh, that's the, the vibe is good. We get a, the same client base for lunch. But we get a whole new vibe for uh, for evening, Sylvia, because of the the two hotels, the Marriott well, residence, in right over my head. What would you do without Bernie Lovely? You'd go out. The of wonderful Bernie Lovely. Well, the only thing wrong with Bernie Lovely is he doesn't bring Sylvia. <laughs> Good answer. <laughs> so I, uh, we, Bernie Stallworth is his. If he's with someone else, if he's with some cohorts uh, from work, a couple of the other attorneys, they all eat chili burgers. But mm -hmm. Bernie Lovely keeps me uh, abreast of how well my chili pie sells. <laughs> he lets me know if it's if it's right or if it's wrong. I so, got a I got a random question, oh, yeah. Twitch. Did you bring any pots and pans from the old place to the new, did, or did you go completely new? <laughs> completely new. What's that now? Completely we, new. We, we completely bought, new. The only thing we bought, sir, was we bought my chili kettle, which was unobtainium at the kettle. time. Uh -huh. You couldn't get one. My chili kettle is 50 gallons of uh, Vulcan Heart Steam jacketed kettle. Um, about a $30,000 kettle. You know that. Yep. Um, my uh, $30,000 kettle? <gasps> yeah. 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 I'll, he'll tell you the numbers of some of his equipment. But you can make a 50 gallons of chili at once. Yeah. And yep, smoothly exactly. and without burning it. Uh, then we couldn't lay our hands on a uh, on our uh, we had we wanted Frymaster fryers. We got the twin to my old one, but newer. And then uh, we got our Lang grill, which Lang is a supplier also to the military. And so if the military is doing any kind of a buildup, you can't get their equipment. And oh. so uh, we went and bought my old grill and my old kettle back, and pretty much other than that, all the refrigeration, everything else is new. So that was kind of my question, was was when you leave in, okay, yeah. so when you leave a location you've yeah. been in for 50 years or uh -huh. 30 years yeah. or whatever, right. and you go to a new location, how much of the flavor of well, what you were serving- yeah, That's what I want to get. Was that, right, and how much of the- yeah. Because there, you know, it, it does come back, I think, but I've, I've done this before between kitchens, and I've tried to it's make certain huh? dishes from, Azure at Brasabana or the diner and, and vice versa. Work? It does. It's really? the pots. It's the pans. Yeah, like that. there's there's one. They pot, have minds of their own. There's one pot I make soup. There's one <laughs> pot I make pasta. There's one pot I make the guava uh, sauce in. And if it is a different pot, oh it comes out different. It's that like muscle memory in food. Well, but it's also, the pots and the pans. They have, they have muscle memory. Yeah. Also yeah, the griddle. Also I think the big thing has to do with uh, like you're saying is the material of the pot, what's been cooked in it. Yeah. You know, what's we we get people all the time ask us why we don't. Don't just throw an egg on the grill. Throw a great egg on the grill for me. I want an egg on top of my my burger. I'm like, I'm sorry, we won't do that. Go mess you, um, you know, the next person, of course, is going to be allergic to egg, so I can't do it. But uh, but the big thing for me is just making sure that the only thing that touches those things are what I want it to be. Wow. And so my grill is only uh, garlic mushrooms, buttered onions, and my burgers, and that's it. And that's we it. Have, we have certain areas for the mushrooms and the onions prior to the event. Yeah. You know, to, the day's opening, we sear those on one side, and the buns go there. And that butter will, will will protect us, but the grills are have the whole area to themselves. So you're right, Jeff. They, I, I love they the way you're talking. In different environments. Yeah, I, I think there's something to that, guys. I mean, even at home, and I, I don't do this in the restaurant setting because we have an open kitchen. You know, we have a flat top grill too, right? But you know, we're we're using yep. grill bright and stuff at the end of the night to get it, you know, nice and clean, up to mm -hmm. you know, probably ninety percent back to new. 
But that's at 10%. home, no way. Right. Really? You I have never one of those black, black stones, and I, I've, yeah. I've used it seven times. I haven't cleaned it yet. Really? I yeah. wipe it clean, sure. but I'm still seasoning that griddle. Don't they say that with, uh, with iron skillets, that you don't? wash them you never wash them absolutely yeah. unless, unless you're trying to restore you can them, wash yeah. them but you have to dry them and you don't wash them with anything harsh yeah 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 right. oh, you wow. know no abrasives in there you don't want to pull all that that good yeah. oil out of it i mean i'm still like i'm still soaking the oil into the ground right. and then i'll clean it and then things will be non-stick it just it operates so much better you know? what's your you menu know, I think, is your i menu? think my grandmother's kettle uh, uh skillet her iron skillet was 70 years old wow so, wow. you know, it's just some, and they, you know, of course, they, they you don't want to ruin that seasoning in there. It's all in there, uh-huh. right nope. down to what side of the grill you cook mushrooms on. That's like that's yeah. you know that's in a like almost like that's a microclimate in that you're looking at microclimate. I won't yeah. put an egg on this part of the grill because it, it just it's it not, will stay. Yeah, that's, some residue. Some, yeah, something will. It's like muscle is that, memory. Is that, is that is he in there? That's it. That was Twitch, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah he's oh, here. Yeah. No, I didn't even know you were out there. Oh, <laughs> you can't see me. Yeah, Jim can't see me. No, I heard that because I'm very weird with my cast iron as well. No one touches it. No one uses it. And it's not obviously as important as, as Jim's When do grill. you throw out an iron skillet? Yeah. When do you finally Never. say it's done? Yeah. When it cracks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. if you crack it, that, it that's it. Can you clean uh, rust? Yeah, you can. You can bring okay. it back from rust, no problem. Yeah, I was talking over Jim. I'm sorry about that, but yeah, you can bring it back from rust, no problem. I, but okay. we do lose the seasoning. A, I, many of the best ones are people talk about how they, you know, they clean them, they scrub them, they they reoil them, they throw them in the oven, let them bake for oh, bake. three to four hours. That bring must them back be the key. Cooking on them, and that's what they do. Yeah. yeah, Jim, what's your hamburger philosophy, man? Are you like a 90 10 and 80 20 and 73 where do you like to live 81 19 81 19 specific again so specific gotta have some flavor the more lean you go it's almost it's almost like wagyu beef i'm amazed at the people look at wagyu beef and say oh my god there's so much fat in it i'm like listen where do you think the flavor comes from yeah Yeah, right is anybody else think that jim might be i'm gonna use the word fastidious Yes. I like 90, not, not 80, not, 20. Not, not 80. Yeah, 81, 19. Mushrooms yeah. go here. I'm like, I like He's this. He's the burger master. It takes well, he, madness yeah. to make perfection. Yeah. No, I knew no. my man wasn't going to throw a 90, 10 at me. I mean, yeah. he, he, he yeah. knows that I'm, I'm like, oh, okay, That's too well, lean. Yeah, it's too lean. Don't you have to be obsessed with the little things to make things great? Mm-hmm. Well, and be unique. Especially, yeah. I'm telling you right now, I think sometimes what, what Jim does in terms of cooking a burger over and over again perfectly with people's specifications and all their, mm-hmm. I don't know, tendencies and the things that they want. Mm-hmm. It's harder Video than, it's yeah. way harder than pan roasting a duck breast to medium rare with risotto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, talk about your menu. Yeah. Is it the same I as... I said, I think I've said that once before about you, Jeremy. You know, it's, I don't think what I do is difficult. The only thing that's difficult is getting it out fast enough, which we always try to do. But when you have a huge kitchen and a phenomenal restaurant like Azure, that the breadth of things that you cook and to make them all right, people don't understand what you go through. They have no yeah. idea. Well, yours, though, I mean, to make them that tasty mm-hmm. and it has to be quick because you get, I imagine lunch is your big time or what are your, that, tell us about it. Is, it'll be, you know, it's really funny. The busiest time we've had so far was the was what I repeated uh, a long time ago to you guys. Um, every summer we get the Future Farmers of America. The yeah. FFA absolutely uh-huh. pounds us. They love us. And, uh, you know, they'll come in and get us. And, and if they come in the night before, we usually get them for dinner. And then we get them again for lunch. And then before they leave that night on their bus, 
they'll come and see me again. Good but Kentucky people support Kentucky business. Yeah. Are you always open in the evenings, or is that just selective evenings? Right now, just Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Downtown Lexington's fairly quiet, you know, pretty good a destination for a, a fine restaurant. Um, but, uh, you know, Monday, Tuesdays, and Wednesdays in this city are fairly quiet. Can I ask you but if that's changed at all? Yeah. Is that is that question. kind of a new – I mean, do you feel like – I don't know. I know on our end of town, we feel like business is earlier now. It doesn't seem yeah, to go as late as it used to go. But I don't know. Well, if I think that, you know, I don't know how much of that is, you know, my age group. I'm a boomer and uh, I'm in my six, mid 60s. And I think a lot of a lot of people just aren't out anymore after nine or nine thirty. Yeah. You know, when I was changed. younger, you know, we would eat dinner at 10 p.m. Sometimes. I know. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. We're, we yeah, we used to see a big. I guess as I'm 65, I better be fed by seven or I'm grumpy. <laughs> Well, also, you used to see happy hours You're good like five till seven, and now a lot of them start at three or four. Okay. Yeah, we did. Four, we do yeah, four different. to six yeah. now because they're just. It what, seems to capture more your, people. Right. Jim, what about your menu? Has it changed from the other location? Is it about the same? We actually are. We actually are having some meetings about that now, Sylvia. But no, everything actually. Funny story was I went and found all the information I had before I lost my other location, and we just went back to it. We trimmed it a few items. Uh, reproduced it. Uh, unfortunately, with prices up, I think uh, I think uh, Jeremy will tell you everything is astronomically expensive right now. But uh, we basically just changed a few prices around, dropped the two items that didn't sell very well, and we have the exact same menu, ma'am. Yeah, I love your salad bar, the bar, it the works. burger bar. It works, you know. Yeah, I tell people all the time. I have several neighbors around me that are salad places, and I tell people all the time, I am not offended if you want to bring a salad down here and eat with somebody uh, that's eating a burger or chili. But you can just as fine make your salad here with us. It's so we good. try to keep it simple, just like my mom did with us kids. You know, here's the lettuce. Mm-hmm. You go put the toppings on it you want, and that's yeah. what we do with salad. Oh, yeah. too. You know, that's a that's a, a very good question about um, I guess etiquette is what if you're going to a restaurant, okay, Chinese restaurant. One kid doesn't like Chinese food. Is it okay to bring a happy meal? Yeah, yeah. exactly. (laughs) I've done that. Is that okay? Or or as restaurateurs, are you guys okay? Yeah, what do you think, Jeremy? Can my can my kid grandkids bring in a no, they love the chicken fingers. Because you see it sometimes and you think, I would never do that, but I get it. Oh yeah, you want peace. Right. Over dinner. I'm not gonna tell people how to parent, but but, used to be a no no is no longer you know the things that we do today that were would have been astonishing. To yeah, be done <laughs> that's right. Right. Ago, so. Yeah, yeah. It's, no, it's I don't know. I mean, I think if you have a child that's that picky, then bring their food. Yeah, because the yeah. parents easier are on everybody. Yeah. yeah. Well, by the time they reach about eight years old, Jeremy, yeah. they start ordering off the adult menu right. too. So that's <laughs> how my kids let the other ones go. You know. Yeah. I, I can't tell you. Jeremy will tell you this. I'm amazed at the number of adults that still ask for chicken fingers. Oh, you know what? So we have, you know, our bourbon fried chicken on at Azora. And, you know, for years I've threatened, like, at lunch, man, I bet bourbon fried chicken tenders would sell. And I did it one day, and I regretted it. I never (laughs) sold so much chicken in my life. We're the chicken finger generation. Uh, If you're under the age of 50, you grew up on chicken nuggets. Yeah, chicken nuggets. 100% true. No, they weren't really that popular. But, you know, that's that's the case. I mean, everybody... Yeah. Seems to be grab, and it's sure. the perfect food. Everybody loves fried chicken. Yeah, no, yeah, universal. Yeah, it all tastes like chicken. Yeah. So, Jim, what's your biggest seller? What, what our biggest seller by a mile is the burgers, of course, and now it's seasonal too, Sylvia. We get you know in the in the winter our chili pies, which this wonderful Bernie Lovely eats. Um, the chili pie is is just amazingly popular. Just corn chips, sour cream, and cheese with Ooh. chili over it, Ooh. and then they go over to the bar, and I get people who just absolutely 
smother it in hot peppers and Tabasco sauce. <laughs> then I get other people to go up there and just put three pieces of cheese on it. You know, and it's it's, it's uh, so individualized, a really yeah. warm thing in the winter. That's the most popular thing in the winter, and then burgers in the summer. Yeah. Nice. Oh, that sounds so good. I know that. To tell people about... <laughs> you need to come down there with him. He, he takes a break. He's almost always by himself. <laughs> his chili pie and silence. His chili pie. He says he has to have it at ah. least once a week. Uh, so any yep. um, any indications in what's what's in that, that chili recipe of yours? <laughs> that, that we'll interrogate for gallon uh, well, kettle. The spice is and still made for me by McCormick's. We had, they make me my base, and then we add the final ingredients to it. Yeah. My grandfather had a big influence on me. He cooked all the time. And uh, I will tell you, as... Uh, as Jeremy will tell you, cumin is a very soothing spice. It is. It oh, neat. It adds a lot of flavor to uh, to beef without adding any spice. Yeah, uh, he's right. There's, there's certain, cumin in there that helps. certain things you put it in, and you really can't tell it's there, but it, it does have a kind of a balancing effect, almost fills in yeah. some gaps what on the palate. Umangi? What's that other sense? Umangi? I'll, I'll umangi. go there with it. Interesting. When you have uh, a restaurant, like say you sell a lot of chili, and you make a, a customer, can you get like a McCormick or a bit could, to make you a special blend? Is that is that a thing? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah. So um, yep. especially like if you're making 50 gallons of chili at a time, mm-hmm. you know, you're looking at <laughs> using probably, I don't know, five pounds of spices at once, like a big tub of spices. Oh, sure. So imagine trying to quantify that you can give a large company the ratio and they'll send you really of mix oh wow yep. oh yep. that is something and it's proprietary they'll, you know you sign probably an nda no, uh, uh, jim you were a uh, yep. when did you come to burgers when was that your we your didn't do burgers mix? until uh about 90 about 90 89 did you follow 90, it because you thought that was what well if I, I bought a restaurant which uh you all that are here in town might remember charlie and barney's and uh, Charlie and Barney's was the original member yeah, of Festival Market when it was Festival Market. And then I got into the, uh, the business by bartending at night there. And uh, I absolutely loved the business so much that I walked away from a financial planner's job. And uh, and I've never looked back. I love it. You know, as I get older, I start to question whether I was wise to stand up <laughs> all these years. But uh, the burgers really started going crazy. And that's when I realized I needed to work on a system. So that's yeah. what we worked on was making it fast casual. Any chances you'll expand into any other? Would love to. Would love to. My, well, my aspirations 15, 20 years ago, actually now 37 years, I keep thinking I got in at 27 years old, um, and I thought by 35 I'd have five of them. I just got up with a buddy of ours uh, that we everybody here knows, uh, Rob Ramsey. I was talking with him mm-hmm. the other day. Mm-hmm. He's about the size I'd love to be. Five yeah, or six. Five, you know, six. Four, he's not one. He, he uh, moved out of uh, Tate Street Center and moved to a, a different place, and um, I just, it, that's enough. I could watch over them. You know, I could be here in town, but I'd love to have more. Oh, well. And you still want to cook the burgers. Well, the burgers are, I cook as many as I can whenever I can. I have a fantastic crew. And that's, Jerry may will tell you, that is the the, the hardest thing to find right now. Yeah. Now, it used to be we had to watch liquor costs and food costs, but now we have to watch labor costs. And just the turnover of people for a long period of time uh, is starting to calm down. And that's starting to allow me to get better and better product faster through other people helping. So, can't yeah, I can't disagree with that. Sorry about that. It, you know, it really does take a good year, year and a half for, you know, an employee to, to, to really level out in a lot of ways. Yeah. And you think it, you know, restaurant, there's, you know, maybe one or two tasks that you're asking to do, but there's it's such a dynamic business and there really isn't any 
perfect answer a lot of times. You just have mm-hmm. to teach people how to really think on their feet. It's repetition. And that takes a yeah. lot of practice. Uh, Jim well, Jim Sawyer, okay. Sawyers, I, thank you so much for coming on. If you don't know the new location, it, it's changed. It's now, how, how do you tell people how yeah. to find the new Sawyers? I tell people I'm next to Italex and right in the, Mar- in the uh, Marriott block. I'm on Main Street. Okay, and plenty of parking all around in various uh, There's three, three layers of parking below the Marriott, and it's wonderful. Yes. And then, of course, there's on Main Street. Guys, I can't appreci- tell you how much I appreciate you all taking the time to talk to me. We love you, Jim. Yeah, thank, thank you so you, much. Thanks, Jim. Thank you, Back, take care. Back all right, the Food all right. News and Shoes Radio.